What's up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to another week of the What the Fanboy Show. My name is Tyler, joined to my left by the lovely Luke Zilke. Uh, <laughs> I don't feel very lovely. Luke's Luke's real yeah. here today. I'm oh, I'm here, here and I'm totally aware of everything that's going on. <laughs> I'm not out of it at all. I'm not tired. I'm not sore, but it doesn't matter because Brett Eitzen is here. Ooh, and he is beautiful. I am, aren't I? <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. Don't worry. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, we're talking to some boxes today. Tyler, thank you for doing that lovely intro. Should Absolutely. We, can we reveal you now? Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Let give Luke that box. Okay, that one's I'll yours. This one's mine. And this, this one's is, mine. There he is. There we go. This is also that's yours. better. Oh yeah. It's like Christmas. There are gonna be so today. many visual cues this week. You really should just go uh <laughs> the coaster stuff. Like if you're listening to this on podcast, just keep listening. But if you want if you want the full experience, you're gonna definitely, have to watch this one. You're definitely, definitely missing out back. on something. I don't yeah. know what, but usually something. Normally like you're missing just my beautiful face. No, right. But this week more. there's even more. Or this super dope Shazam shirt that, that I'm is, wearing. That is a dope Shazam shirt. Your shirt. Shazam. Captain Sparkle Fingers is in the building. <laughs> uh, I love that movie. We still need to do our like spoiler review of that. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good time for it now that people have seen it. I agree. I agree. I also need to see it again because I can't really remember it because that was two weeks ago. I'm looking at my eyes in the like the yeah, feedback. Yeah, you look. You look stoned. <laughs> my, my eyes are so little. I'm so tired. Luke, why don't you tell us why you are tired slash stoned? Not stoned. I'm not stoned. I'm not definitely not. Stoned. But what have you what have you been up to this week? So about, um, or the last two weeks, really? Yeah. So I guess before I went on my little trip, which is. Keep going, keep going, sorry. That'd be hilarious. I was just thinking about that, and I was like, what if he got an X-Wing in that? Well, that means I'll be the happiest (laughs) little boy in this area. (laughs) In this Um, particular corner of Wichita. Yeah. Um, So, this past weekend, I got to go to a con um, without you guys. Uh, It was a lot different, though. I'm actually wearing the t-shirt from it. It's together. It was a theme. Um, It was a... The gathering of the Mennonite Brethren churches all across the nation, um, the high school youth, we got together, we partied and hung out, listened to some speakers. Uh, it, was, it was really good. It was really impactful. It was life-changing. Um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. I had a lot of fun with my high schoolers and also my brother. Uh, we lead a small group together. Um, we're uh, leaders for the seniors, so they're going to graduate soon, and then I'm going to cry. Um, <laughs> and then you're going to have more time to share with us yeah <laughs> you look so sad by that oh no <laughs> um but i did a lot of things we are was in glorieta new mexico in the mountains slash desert i love going to the mountains and just getting away yeah like, it was incredible i'm not typically an outdoors guy but like hiking and like that that stuff is fun yes mm-hmm. i did some hiking i did do some hiking a lot of hiking that took that went place to get to the activities we're doing. Oh. Um, I did a lot of rock climbing, um, vertically and sideways, actually. <laughs> um, and it was a lot of fun, especially after just watching Free Solo. So, like, some of the... Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, like, the, the belayers were talking, like, using some terms. Like, one of them's like, oh, yeah, you could dino up there. And I'm like, 
I know what that means. <laughs> um, Did you ninja anything? No, oh. I just dinoed. Not double dino though. I didn't completely let go. <laughs> um, I went on a mountain scooter. That was terrifying. Um, the weather was insane. It was either nice and warm or freezing cold, depending on the minute. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> and our church got in a lot of trouble because we were out after midnight. And oh no! Got in the freezing cold water, and you it was hilarious. Troublemaker. It, hey, I just went there to watch. <laughs> even worse <laughs> no it's okay i was su- i was supervising make sure none of them died <laughs> somebody's got to do it it was a lot of fun and i'm really sad that i'm still not there but i really i really do need a battery recharge i was giving 110 percent for five straight days give getting no sleep and it takes a lot out of you yeah sleep's overrated i'm probably gonna get sick i haven't been sick in a long time but it's probably gonna happen you're due you're due for I'm one due. Hopefully not for an, at least a month. I need to be well. <laughs> yeah, you do. Tyler. Oh, that's actually, that's not all I did. Oh, no. Um, okay. We've been gone for two weeks, so I can, that's right. I can, it has I can been talk about the other stuff that I did. Um, real quick, I started The Widow. Oh. Um, it's pretty good so far. Nice. Um, I'll update everybody on that once I finish it. I feel like Prime like prime shows are the ones that I, is that, that's a Prime show, right? Yeah. Those are the ones that always fall to the bottom of my like list. They did on mine list. too, and so I, far all of them that I've watched have been really good. Yeah. Um, the first that. being Homecoming, the other current one being The Widow, and the one I'll talk about now, which is Hannah. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked about the pilot episode of Hannah At after the, the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl, yeah, and I really enjoyed it, and I watched the entire show, and it's really good. I really, really enjoyed it. It expands a lot on the movie, which I thought was okay. Um, there just wasn't enough time in a movie to get through everything for the characters, and it was really good. It's a it's a coming of age story with kung fu in it. Ooh, about a I don't know, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen year old girl. I don't know how old she is in it actually, but yeah. How's Joel Kinnaman? He's g- incredible. I feel like the more we're seeing him, the better he's getting. He's coming into his own. Yeah. Like he's figuring out how to become characters. He's also coming back for the Suicide Squad movie. He is? Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> this thing was a Save reboot. that for the news. I'm, I'm totally out of the loop. I really have no clue what's going on. I've, I've been... Been off the grid. I was getting so many Twitter notifications one day. I was just like, delete Twitter. <laughs> and so. was, that, was that the day the Joker came out? The Joker trailer? Um, No, it was the next day. Oh, okay. That looks like a poor man, Sinestro. <laughs> you look like a poor man, Sinestro. Got him. I wish. Um... And then I I watched all the James Bond movies through Roger Moore's. Nice. Nice. Keeping that going. If they're still on there, honestly. I don't know if they're still on there or not. Oh, I you checked. almost made it. <laughs> yeah. the, the newer ones should be, I think, will be easy to find if I want to watch them. So. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's all I did. I honestly can't remember. Did we watch Free Solo in that time? Have we talked about that yet? I think you talked about. Free I think Solo we last talked time. about Free Solo. Okay. I can't remember. Kind of gushed over how good it was. Yeah, love Free Solo. Stuff. I told so many people to watch Free Solo when I was in Glorietta. <laughs> I keep telling people at work to watch it. Yeah. Anyway, all right. I guess it's my turn to talk about what I've done. Do it. And I've done quite a bit. I've been playing. I beat the Division Two's main story, so the end game has begun, and it is about triple the size of the main story. You're in the end game. Now. I'm in the end game now. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to say it. 
Um, I played a little bit of Blackout this past weekend on Call of Duty, and it's actually really good. They've made a lot of changes. The map is a lot different now. Um, wow. It was, it was yeah, a lot of fun. In. Squad up. It was cool, yeah. And I think the Alcatraz map comes out today or tomorrow, so oh, we'll definitely yes. have to get in there and play some of that. <clears throat> I played a little bit of Apex, still working on the Battle Pass. Didn't get any wins, though. I was playing solo. It's the most frustrating way to play that game. When, yeah, getting solo wins <laughs> is very difficult. It was, it was kind of frustrating. Um, I also picked up three new games. <laughs> In this two-week window. Oh, my gosh. I got MLB The Show 19. I got drafted by the White Sox. That sucks. Because I hate the White Sox. <laughs> Every time um, I see a Royals game, they're always playing the White Sox. Dude, there was a good span of, like, four years that any time I went to an MLB game, the White Sox were the other team. <laughs> they're just the team that's always there. <laughs> so annoying, man. And tickets are always dirt cheap because they suck. Um, I picked up that. I picked up Final Fantasy VII on my Switch. Pretty neat. It's just a straight over port with a few new things. Um, it's fun. I'd never played Final Fantasy VII. I started playing Final Fantasy at number eight. Um, so I'm curious to see where this takes me. I also picked up Sekiro, which we'll also circle back around in news a little later. But uh, somebody who felt like the game was too difficult decided to sell it for <laughs> 40 bucks. I happened to on a buy sell trade at the time it was posted and I jumped on it and bought it and I played through the tutorial last night and it is difficult but <laughs> it's really fun ever since I played Celeste I've kind of found this thing that I, I, I don't know why but I really like playing hard really games. Difficult games yeah because yeah. I just it feels so rewarding to, to do like such a small task in those kind of games mm-hmm. and I think that's an addicting feeling um so I'm excited to play that. I'll definitely report back on that one. I finished two books in this two-week span. I read Supermarket by Bobby Hall, a.k.a. Logic. I read that in two sittings. It's pretty good. Um, it's not written like great American literature or anything, but it, it's a good book with a cool story. Um, very akin to Shutter Island, if that is your flavor. Um, and then I read the novelization of The Court of Owls, which I realize now is probably not a novelization, but more of a continuation of that story. Um, super dope, really good, really well written. It kind of took a while for me to get going on that one. Um, I actually stopped and read Supermarket in the middle of reading that book <clears throat> because I just I was getting kind of exhausted. I don't I don't know what it was. I just couldn't get through the book. And then I hit a turning point, and I just could not put it down. I finished it in like a day. So nice. it's a good feeling. Um, and then, of course, Brett and I went to Planet Comic Con. Yeah, we did. Um, we let a, we met a lot of really cool people there. Um, we traded business cards with some people, shook a lot of hands. And we'll talk about that a little bit more later. Yeah. Um, but it was really fun. All right, real quick before Brett goes. I just remembered something else I did. Oh, boy. Oh, um, no. I was on a charter bus, so I watched a bunch of movies, and I just went to watch them <laughs> uh, Watched Lego Batman, ah, great. Hairspray, movie. Into the Spider-Verse, and Moana. Oh, I love Moana. There's two Booyahs in there. I haven't seen Moana. Oh, Moana's really good. Oh, man. I'll watch it with you. Okay. I, I bu- have it. <laughs> I bought it's it. It's not my favorite Disney movie, but it's good. I love Moana. I don't care who knows it. Um, and then on the way back, we watched <laughs> Lion King and National Treasure. National Treasure, greatest movie of all time. I like that movie. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. Dude, that movie's so awesome. I don't care. Oh, I love it. Nick it's Cage good. is phenomenal in I it. I felt really good stealing the Declaration of Independence in The Division oh, 2. I almost steal the Declaration Which, uh, of Independence. Which, okay, here, hey, 
which is better, um, National Treasure or Sahara? Sahara. I, I think Sahara, but I love both of those movies. So, yeah. Tyler. National Treasure. For okay. Me. I think I think Sahara's I enjoy a little better, but. I, okay, I won't get on a Nick Cage rant. <laughs> he's actually, I actually think he's a very talented actor. I just don't know what he does. Sometimes what he does. Gone in 60 he just, seconds. He just gets a little crazy sometimes. And that's fine. Um, my, my, I love a national treasure when Riley, his buddy, find like he's not on the ship at the beginning and they find the skeleton. He like has a minor freak out. Yeah. And it just seems like the most Nick Cage line ever. And he just like looks at him. He's like, well, you handled that well. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Can we do a movie commentary, a national treasure? Please? Yes. yes. Please. <laughs> so in. <laughs> do right. that as like a complete bonus. Let us know if you guys want a national treasure commentary, please. Yes, please. Okay. Please say yes. We'll Sorry, I please say yes. took over your spot, Brett. No, it's fine. And, and to continue the theme of taking over the spot, shout out to Leroy Kelly in the chat. What up, What's Leroy? What's up, man? Um, okay, what did I do? I went to Planet Comic Con with my boy. That's right. We took uh, a picture of our shirts that turned out to be like a relationship picture. It was a cute picture. It was. You were looking really good in that picture. You were looking better. Don't mind me, YouTube people, just putting my contact back in. Oh, Luke. <laughs> why did you... Did you fall asleep and your contact fall out? No, I was rubbing my eyes. Oh, you really out? are tired. Yeah, I am very tired. Um, I... I haven't done a ton. I've played some more Apex. Got a few more wins. Got a boy. Been playing with uh, Seabull TV and. Dude, I got to get in with you guys. Uh, a couple other high school friends who haven't. Um, I haven't played. I haven't gamed with in a while. We we all used to grow up playing Halo together, and because Halo Infinite still isn't out. Is that supposed to come out this year? No, I don't think so. Probably next year. Probably next, next year. Next fall. Next fall, yeah. Fall 2025. Um, I also Hell. been grinding <laughs> through some Destiny stuff, which has been a lot of fun. Um, hey, Battle Hub. What's up? <laughs> Mid-story. What yeah. up, Battle Hub? What's up? Um, I've been chasing... So they have in Destiny... If you, if you complete certain activities, you can earn little, like, the ability to purchase... I know this is dumb. Since. It sounds dumb, but you can actually purchase like physical things that you know, whether that's shirts or little, oh, like it. replica weapons. Um, there's a pin for the Dreaming City that I really want, so I'm. How I'm close happy. to getting it are you? I'm very close. I've got like I've got to find like four lore items, and then um, just like get one ship, which is just a random drop. So I'm just play certain activities over and over until it drops good thing is the resets tomorrow yes resets tomorrow <laughs> so should be i mean fingers crossed that's been fun oh i hope you get it also i have been chugging through game of thrones a boy finished seasons four and five and i only have six days to finish season six and seven so pray for me <laughs> question good luck yes I haven't watched since season four. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. I made an executive decision earlier. Okay. I'm going to watch the last season. <laughs> I'm just going to skip everything in between. Oh, I love it. it. What's the last thing you remember happening? Potential spoilers for Game of Thrones up to season four at this point. The Mountain and the Viper. Oh. 
That was a good episode. That was the last episode I watched. Also known so as so much has changed since then. <laughs> the pimple popping episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you watching it Sunday night? Yes. Should we? Should you should come over? We can. I, we I can might watch smell it like a softball field. I don't care, but I might do that. What time does it come on? Uh, that's a good question. I need to figure that out. Okay. I might be here. I mean, we can start it whenever. I might be here, as long as it's not too late. Because you go to bed earlier than me your grandpa <laughs> you're funny who's the old man now you when it Brett, comes yeah, old, it's still me when it comes to like sleeping it, me. it's me like it's absolutely me that's i go fair. to bed early i'm an old soul but yeah i might be here sunday night if that's cool totally i'll bring like a bag of chips or something and then hopefully next week then at some point we'll have uh maybe a little game of thrones recap video Maybe. I really want to do one. I have to sell him on it. Actually, I think it would be really fun just because you are so out of the loop. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> Why not? Okay. Sweet. I, I just I just know that I I wouldn't be able to avoid spoilers long enough to watch it. So sure. I figured I was like, I should just watch it. Yeah. And then I'll fill it in. Yeah, fill it in. Fill in the gaps later. Yeah. I'm gonna There's be, some awesome stuff. I'm going to be out right in the middle of the season. That's right. So I probably just won't watch it until I am back. I'm going to spark note it. We're going on vacation the very last, the season finale will be on vacation. <laughs> so you're going to have to take a break during vacation? No, we're going to like <laughs> find a place with a high definition TV to watch it. At. <laughs> to stream it to? And we'll just like Chromecast it. <laughs> Love it. Nice. I'm, there's no way I'm missing it. It's a little bit like end game. Like it's too much of a cultural event. Well, I'm going to miss that too, so... <laughs> I'm killing it in the cultural events, I guess. Luke, I want you to know that Leroy is really concerned for your well-being. He says that a Monster Ultra is a great, tasty way to wake up. No, because I actually want to sleep. Uh, oh my god, I still can't get over like my. I'm looking at the screen. My eyes, my eyes look like they're closed. We, should I turn off the TV over there? No, I want to look at my face and just giggle. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> um, that's all I did the last two weeks. Really not a lot. Yeah. Um, should we hop into some news? Let's do it. There is some news to talk about. Hop. Is there news to talk about? There is some. There is some. It's been two weeks. Oh, I, I had another one. News. I had another news story that I forgot. It was a rumor. Does that count? Do you need to write it down? No. If I, if I can lead with <laughs> you it. You should kick it off. Kick okay, it off. the latest rumor mill in the gaming industry, which I have very little idea how actual, like, realistic this is. Destiny 3 is canceled. Halo Infinite is <laughs> reportedly going to be the big, like, have the biggest budget of any game ever. Hmm. Of, like, over $500 million. Oh, my gosh. That's the rumor. I, again, I have zero idea <laughs> what? how realistic that is. It has been... What, five, four years in the making already, and it's not coming out for another year and a half, probably. Probably. That's, I don't know. That's that crazy seems like much the set, money. It seems like you're setting yourself up to fail, though, when you spend that much money. Yeah. Hey, I mean, Justice League had, like, had that much money. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> it failed. It failed. Good thing that Snyder Cut's going to make it a bunch of money later, though. Yeah, dude, bunch I can't wait money. for that thing to drop next week. Gotcha. Um... So while we're talking about games, uh, a huge write-up from Kotaku and Jason Schreier uh, mm -hmm. came out last week about the development of Anthem and what went into it and what went wrong. 
and, and he, it's it's a long article. This is yeah. And the it's thing a about huge Jason, piece. if you don't watch his or read his stuff, is like it's incredibly well researched. Oh yeah, and he has he has so many connections. Sources. I think he talked to over twenty <laughs> yeah, developers. Said, I think he said like nineteen or current 20. or past developers mm-hmm. at um, Bioware so, or EA's Bioware teams. Yeah, because they're split. Yeah, between Edmonton and Austin. Um, I also listened to his split screen episode where he talked about oh, nice. his article and just kind of hearing him talk about like what went wrong. It's it's kind of hard to believe like yeah. the stuff that they were going through and the problems they were having just seemed so easy to avoid. Mm-hmm. Um, I just it just blows my mind that there wasn't somebody to step in and say, "Hey, we got to start doing something." The game was in development for six years. They didn't start making it until the last 18 months. Six years of people sitting in rooms just talking. Just talking. Like six years. This game could have been so refined. They took out flying. I think they said like nine or ten times. Yeah. They weren't flying was in, flying. flying was out. Because and then the guy from EA was like, no, this, the EA this CEO sucks. Was and like, then they put flying back in there. Yeah. Like, this is amazing. And <laughs> like the game was just so troubled. And I just you know, I went back and I watched the twenty seventeen E3 demo. And it looks like yeah. a totally different game. It, it really does. It's not like I remember after E3 2017, I was freaking out about Anthem. I was so pumped. Well, it was it and, you know that it it had a vision even though the developers weren't committed to that vision. Did you that see that trailer sold us something that the that the developers weren't even sure was going to actually happen? The craziest thing I read in that entire article was one of the developers and it's all anonymous. Yeah. He said we didn't know what we were making until E3 2017 when the trailer came out. And I was like, "What? <laughs> you didn't know what kind of game you were making? Like they had no idea." Yeah. And it just that just killed it. I I that article's impressive. Yeah. Um for I know he's seen. doing a lot of that research for his new book he's writing. Definitely going to scoop that up and and read more about that because I'm sure he'll have a lot more details in there. Oh, yeah. Um, and to go with that news story, BioWare and EA put out a blog post that was <laughs> like, the minute, most, like minutes after. It was within 10 minutes yeah. of his article. It was like they had, no, they had no way to actually read it. Like, like they knew the article was coming out. And yeah, so he they wrote up a, a thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they gave him the. He gave them a bullet point outline of his article. Yeah. And they responded to it. Basically saying you shouldn't criticize us. It's <laughs> <laughs> like uh, what they that between the development of like not knowing what they were making and people literally leaving because of mental health during the making of that game just blew my mind. Yeah, it's really it's a really sad story to read, but it, I mean it's it's one that I think needs to be told. Like this year has been and late last year has been really bad for game developers yeah i really hope they can find a way to combat those kind of situations agreed but super crazy if you haven't read it or if you're interested you should definitely go check it out i read most of it it's crazy but it was really long and i was at work and i had to work (laughs) then i just forgot to go back to it but yeah yeah, it's really sad because even like obviously i know anthem isn't great objectively (laughs) i still enjoy what i got yeah. Um, I I think the flying is like the best part, so. yeah, yeah, <laughs> which yeah, is kind of funny. That's yeah, and it's um, crazy how many times they took it out. Yeah, I know. In. Like mm-hmm. that's wild. I'd be interested in like, I wonder how Bioware 
if they're if they'd be interested i don't know if this is even possible but like kind of what with destiny did with activision separating separating being like we can do our own thing it might take a long time again to get out but we can plan what maybe like that would use a model of what you have to make what you wanted to and i don't know kind of bridge the gap over to something that is better yeah Mm -hmm. i won't say great (laughs) because Uh, the great you know the silver lining on this story is that anthem does have a chance to improve yeah yeah um there's there are definitely i mean it's not like there were like there aren't any developers there who who like don't care right like there are developers there who really care who are really passionate about that game you know we just gotta hope that they can write the ship yeah write the ship and you know when you're under a corporation as big as ea hope that you know they give them the chance to write the ship yeah no, versus absolutely. just like because again you can want to do something and then a bit you know your your parent company can come in and say yeah but that's not what we want you to do so i just i don't understand ea like they they drop something and it's just like what are you what are you doing but then they drop apex legends yeah and everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, this is so awesome!" Well, that was another. And then they drop Anthem, and it's like, oh, part of that God. article was that so much of Anthem's development was hindered by like being forced to use the Frostbite engine, game engine, and uh, Apex, which is their most popular game right now, is built in Unreal. I think mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's yeah. like okay, so like just give your developers the tools they need, yep. yeah, to make games to and make the game that EA just wants everything to be so pretty. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of that stemmed from also, um, like, money. Like, they didn't want to license Unreal. Yeah. They didn't want to license other... other. I think they'd have made a lot more money had they licensed oh. a better engine, but... And just built off of what they had. Hindsight's twenty yeah. twenty. It is. You know, that's just kind of how it works. Mm. <clears throat> um, Luke, you got you got any news over there? No. Okay, I just, <laughs> I just wanted to clear that up so that Tyler and I will just back, bounce back yeah, and forth. Yeah, go for it. And I'll make just... sure, like... Any of our listeners you just, you aren't just concerned that we're. Just I'll try and think you. of some awesome quips. Um, I don't think this matters to any of us, but Bethesda's maybe planning on selling Fallout seventy six repair kits for real money. What is, what is that? I'm not sure, but everyone is on the to, internet is saying is pay to, to win. So is it to fix that cloth backpack they got? Yeah. It's like the sewing kit. Like, oh. Quip number one: success. That was a. We'll see. I I think I think that um, the concern is that it's a like it's a pay to win potential yeah. thing. So. I did see that on Reddit today. Actually, something people were complaining about adding pay to win to the game. Yeah. I didn't know that's what it was though. That's interesting. I don't play the game enough to know what a repair kit is. So. Never played it. Never will. I have it. I've played a little bit. I'm like level fifteen. It's a cool concept. Yeah. It is. Um. So, on the flip side of that, Call of Duty's Blackout is free until April 30th. So, you should download that and play it if you haven't, because it's a fun game. Check it out. And it's pretty cool, and they're adding a lot to it. And uh, I think they're doing a really good job of of making it, like, quality of life updates and things like that. I think, th- I think they're doing well. I had a lot of fun playing it, and the map is so different now. It's really neat. Um... Mm. At PAX East this past week, uh, Gearbox announced Borderlands 3. 
One of the best trailers ever. One billion guns. Which trailer are you talking about? The Borderlands 3, the second announcement trailer. trailer. Okay. The announcement trailer was dope. I love like the, the announcement trailer. Yeah, like not the T. You're not talking, you're I'm about, talking the about or the. I'm talking about the one where it's all the statues yeah. that joined to oh, make yeah, the that psycho. Was awesome. yeah. I thought that was just brilliant. Make Like, whoever thought of that, good job. Like, yeah. That was incredible. I've yeah. seen a thousand trailers like the second one. So Yeah. I just thought they did such a good job cutting that second trailer together. I did too. That was, was very it was really good. And guns with legs. <laughs> I didn't ask for that, but I want it. <laughs> you don't know what you want until you get it. This is true. Um. So speaking of trailers, there was a big trailer that came out last week. Uh, Todd Phillips's Joker trailer came out, and I think this is a a big one. For a lot of people. And my mom just entered the chat and it threw me off. <laughs> Hi, Mom. How's it going? Hi, Hi Tyler's, Tyler's mom. mom. Hey, Jinx. <laughs> ah. ah. Suck it. You uh, can't talk the rest of the show. Me? Or, oh, no, and Brett. Yeah. You well, can that's talk not good because I don't, I don't, you don't have any news. <laughs> that's fine. Um, no, but the Joker trailer came out and I personally loved it. Like, I'm, I'm super in on this movie now. Um, no doubt in my mind. I'm I'm really excited. Thoughts from both of you? Yeah, me. I'm in. I think that it looks exactly like what I want, which is a character study on a very disturbed character. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it when heroes are painted with a realistic brush and are you know have to compromise their moral their morals and i like it when villains are given a little humanity so i think we're getting a lot of that second you know we're seeing a version of the joker this is not the definitive version of the joker this is just a version that you know has a mental illness and you know i think the idea is you know one bad day (laughs) something pushes someone to the breaking point my favorite, my favorite thing, there's two things I really liked. Uh, one is in the trailer. One is a meme generated by the trailer. The first thing I liked in the trailer was when he's he's working on his stand-up. Mm-hmm. And I sent, I sent a picture of this to you. And it says, uh, the worst part about having um, a mental illness is everyone expecting you to behave as if you don't. And I was like, oh, boy. He's going to go insane. Other thing in the trailer, sorry. I'm going off the rails here. Uh, <laughs> he goes on a talk show as the Joker. And if anybody has seen a specific movie, or read a book, or read a book, <laughs> we can kind of assume what's going to happen there. Um, I don't think he's going to have any humanity left by the end of this movie. Just yeah, just going with that. Um, the meme I'm talking about is it was like in the 40s, throw a guy into a vat of chemicals and he goes crazy. Yeah. In 2019, throw a guy into society. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like. It's really funny, but it's so it's so real. Like that's sad that we live in that world. Yeah. But crazy yep. stuff. So I thought this trailer was fine. Um, I thought it looked thought it looked like a movie about anybody that could have done this. Like I don't know. I just I'm curious if they're gonna actually earn him hitting that crazy point. Mm-hmm. Because I mean I don't know like. There's a lot of expe- expect- expectation when you hear Joker. Sure. And then I just hope, like, it looks good. I do think it looks good. Um, and it's just a teaser trailer, so, but, I mean, 
I'm just gonna judge it. <laughs> um, like I'm just. I hope they can earn the name. I don't know. Just I don't want to see just a movie where a guy becomes a villain. Like, and I feel like partly, mainly because I haven't seen the movie because it's not out yet. It's a DC kind of thing just because and it's just I don't know it could end up just being a movie yeah I don't know but I I just I couldn't gather anything from the trailer that made me go oh my gosh yes like there was a uh... I I honestly think that this is my my bold prediction I honestly think that um, if this movie does well like if it's well received and the script can live up to the cast that it has i think joaquin phoenix could win an oscar for it crazy thought but he's a good enough actor and he's crazy enough that he might actually pull it off okay so there's kind of two movies that have been floating around as like that have been king of comedy king of comedy and taxi driver yep so so if, is it just gonna be that again i mean like, i don't i don't know i don't know but i think like one thing i heard was it just it looks like somebody's trying to make a scorsese movie and that's it like like it looks like hey, somebody's trying to do it i'll take more people trying to make scorsese movies over more people trying to take make a Zack snyder, <laughs> snyder movies? movies or i was gonna say uh michael bay movies but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean i'm def i'm still interested the movie looks like it will be good i do think um this is my bold take i guess i think this movie is either going to be really good and people are going to be like yes this was great or it's going to be like this was an absolute waste of time what were they doing this is a cash grab like for the joker and dc and this isn't really good one of the things i was saying it's going to be hit or on twitter and i think this goes back to idea our idea of expectations is that if people see this and they're like ooh, like venom like superhero (laughs) movie but like Mm anti-hero or deadpool like this is not that this is not a comic like your traditional comic book superhero movie this is a this is a character study piece this is this is more i don't know i I don't like to use this i'll throw this out there i don't like the terminology but that like high art film absolutely yeah um and so that is the term (laughs) and so i hope the you know there, I, I anticipate some backlash because it's not like a, oh, I went to go see, this is like not nearly as good as Avengers Endgame. Well, that's because it's not trying to be <laughs> Avengers Endgame. It also has a quarter of the budget. <laughs> a quarter of it? Probably like an eighth of it. Yeah. So I, I, I just, just, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Um, it, the, my biggest, I have two concerns. One, I said, I hope the script can keep up with the cast that it has because it has a crazy good cast. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like, if you look at Todd Phillips and his, like, movies he's done different. in the past, this is so, like, outside Very of different. his realm. But maybe that's good. <clears throat> yeah, and, and maybe he nails it, you know? We've seen a lot of uh, comedy I, people come into different genres and absolutely crush it. Well, I was going to say, I so. think my favorite, my f- some of my, f- most of my favorite movies in the last three years have been directors who are, who, who, they're 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 talented. They're good. They've made they have a few under their belt, under a certain genre, and then they 
take another a, a movie in a different genre and they mm-hmm. do something new with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that that's you know kind of fits the bill here. Mm-hmm. Last question: What did you guys think of what we heard of his laugh? I like it. I watched the trailer once on a bus. <laughs> oh, so you didn't really get. And to I hear don't it. remember it. Okay, so his first laugh in the comedy club, I was like, okay, that sounds pretty jokery, kind of different. And then he laughs on the train after he gets punched in the face, mm-hmm. and he sounds just like Heath Ledger. And yeah. I was like, "Whoa!" My my, my <laughs> favorite they, part. Did they sound um, clip this? <laughs> my favorite part of the trailer though was when you see little Bruce Wayne and he like he grabs his face, pours him the smiles, like, "Oh, that's kind of creepy." I, I, I like really when he does this. Really like thing. how and it's like not like it's too. not scar. Like mm-hmm. this time, it's not scars. It's it's makeup and it's that idea of a, like forcing a forcing smile. a smile. Yeah. Wearing a mask. Oh. I I think it'll be good. Super I'm excited, excited about it. Super excited. My expectations are slowly climbing, and it's kind of scaring me. Um, I'm tired. Other movie news. <laughs> New Mutants is apparently still happening. <laughs> okay. So I kind of thought maybe it was dead. That's what we said to each other. Like, uh, all right. But I guess Disney still wants to put it out there. So Why not? They didn't pay for it, and they're going to make money off of it. Yeah, they'll make some money off in of it. In theaters or on Disney No, Plus? in theaters. It's going to hit theaters. Theaters. <laughs> oh, well. It'll make $10 million. It's going to make zero dollars in theaters if disney's name is on it it might make a hundred million it's not, uh, i don't think yeah. you'll have disney's name on it I don't think they'll do that <laughs> to themselves um there was some weird uh suicide squad news yeah idris elba what is, is this uh, some kind of suicide squad that idris elba is not going to play deadshot now um my first thought when i heard that was oh no he's going to be bronze tiger and then i thought will smith might come back Oh, just, I hadn't thought about it. Um, they're probably back. just leaving the door open. He might not be in that movie, but I think they're going to leave the door open Maybe for him I, because he yeah. was pretty good. Yeah. What about like a Black Spider? A super, super low key. That would be super dope. Assault on Arkham. Yeah. Storyline? Do they just go that route? They should. It's a good storyline. That'd be well. really fun. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger is in another movie, and it's a Terminator movie. Why? Uh, they announced Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah, um, because cool. it, it's he's been. In we can't it, so let they... franchises die, guys. So I heard this. That's why though. Harrison Ford will be in the next Indiana Jones? I heard this though. <laughs> I heard he's gonna be like actually be a human. Like, what if I'm so human? lost? Here's the but here's my problem like, with it. He's the who, template. Who follows? Oh, they have to I make see. this so palatable. Because I don't know any like I ha- the last I couldn't tell you what happened in the last two Terminator movies. I didn't see the last one. So you have to make it so baseline understandable that people like me who love movies, like you can't make this for just Terminator fans because there aren't enough of them to make that profitable. Well, what if that's what it is? What if it's just to reset everything? I mean, so maybe you don't need I to guess see... that'd, that'd be fine. Because I... with this one, Linda Hamilton is in it, and yeah. she's technically dead in three. Spoilers. Um, True. So if, if that care. would that would cancel out three, four, five. <laughs> I'm just ready to. I think franchises, after a time, need to be put to sleep, and just let them rest for five or ten years, and then bring them back. And in this like hyper release age of things, yeah, and then make the Last Jedi. We don't. <laughs> we don't get that like. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I'm just ignoring you. 
I don't know. I don't. I don't like James Cameron, so I, I don't care about this movie. I'll see it if we talk about it on here, but I think Tim Miller is making it. Yeah, but James Cameron's name will be attached to it. Screw oh, that guy. I like Alita. I do want to see Alita, but I'm. I would rather see an Alita sequel than a Terminator Seven. You know me too. I'm actually. I did. I wanted to see Alita again in theaters. I'm just gonna buy it when it comes out. Yeah, you're gonna put it in the voodoo. Yeah, I am, and we're gonna watch it together. That's right. Eat mm. snacks. You we can Brett? watch it on the release of Terminator Dark Fate. <laughs> Other news? I just want to comment on Brendan's. Oh, Brendan has a quote. Uh, the trailer for the Joker made me interested when I wasn't too much before. And hopefully, it did that for a lot more people. I think it did. I think it. The reaction online was pretty positive the uh the trailer numbers now granted a lot of people watch trailers not on the official Mm -hmm, like youtube i noticed that but like like avengers endgame trailer views were at like like 16 million and and joker trailer pre like views were at 13 million wow i'm like dang brendan made a comment to me after he watched it brendan i'm using your stuff and I asked the question, what did you think of the laugh? And he said, you know, I felt like everybody's has been so over the top. And his was so, like, simple and low-key that I didn't really realize that's what I needed. And mm-hmm. I was like... But yeah. when is he going to say, honga, honga? <laughs> <laughs> you don't got any beef? <laughs> no, he's going to do the... Ah, ah, <laughs> Sounds like a squeaky door. <laughs> Stab. Yeah, honka honka. That's my favorite. That's my favorite quote from that movie. Oh my gosh. Honka honka. Hey, Jared Leto's Morbius now. We don't have to worry about him. Yeah, he's got his own thing going. Okay, uh, money. I want to. I want to talk some money. Okay. Um, I like. Money. Yes, I'll take your money. How Thank much you. did we make this week? So Shazam Zero opened dollars. at number one this weekend. Uh, 53.5 million domestic U.S. dollars made 155 million globally. Good job. It's almost That's, got its budget. It's almost back. doubled its budget. That's great. Like it's I mean it got it I didn't I didn't see this confirmed anywhere. Did it green li- it got green lit for a sequel, correct? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so I think it's it's moving forward. Shazam right? two is moving forward possibly with the writer and Sandberg yeah. coming Sweet. back. Yeah. Um while you're on the Shazam, okay. The Rock posted a video yesterday. He's an executive producer on Shazam. And he was just kind of talking about why. he was talking about um, just how he was excited about the movie doing well, and he was giving praise to the cast and the directors and stuff like that, and everybody involved. And of course, you know it's The Rock, so he's got to talk about himself, right? Oh yeah. So he was like, you know, I've been talking to Warner Brothers about playing Black Adam for ten years, and I'm really excited. <laughs> to, and he like he didn't like make a pause or anything. He just kind of kept going, and he's like, and I'm really excited to start filming that next year. And every, <laughs> so like everybody's like, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> so that starts next year. So the thought is now that um, the Black Adam movie will definitely be happening next or filming next year. Um, but he also talked about the script, and when it was in development, they were trying to tell two origin stories for the, for Black Adam and also for Shazam, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, for being specific. Ooh. And he said, and this is <laughs> this is the most like rock move ever, in my opinion. <laughs> but he said when they were going through the development, he felt like it needed to be two movies because he felt like you're trying to tell one story that is vastly different from another because yeah. they're such different they're characters. Very different characters. Um, 
So they wanted to split it into two, and Toby Emmerich was like, yeah, let's do it. Of course, because they were You in don't the, say no to the rock. Yeah, no. and they were in... Because he's a box <laughs> office draw. I mean, he's going to make a ton of money. Yep. But because... He, I guess he just felt like it couldn't work. So that's cool. Black Adam's going to start filming next year. Surely Shazam will be in that too, in some capacity. Oh, some Maybe capacity, not much, I'm but. Sure. Um. Oh, one more, one more money making news. Congrats to Marvel's Captain Marvel. <laughs> Hit the one B. It did. Hit the one billion dollars. The big B blew my prediction right out of the water. <laughs> good for, good for it. Um, what you predict? Like seven hundred? I did. I predict. I predicted seven hundred. Didn't we say a billion? I don't remember. No, I, you said I don't over. Think I, <laughs> you, we pre- we predicted that Brett's prediction was, was stupid. Was stupid, and <laughs> you were right. Very very accurate. Um, old guy's not in touch with the times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still. I. You know what's funny? Movie, I still think movie tickets I, don't cost a dime anymore, Brett. I, <laughs> Gas is isn't, how, gas is isn't how 50 cents anymore either. Um, no, like, I... So what I think is funny is I think I like that movie more than both of you did, and I still think that... I, I am still surprised this hit a billion. I'm I not. cannot believe how well it did overseas. It Yeah, it is kind of surprising. It, it, it The demographics just don't quite add up for me, but I mean, that's awesome. I'm not. It's not. It's not bad news. It's no, just, definitely. It's just news. <laughs> bad news. A popular movie made money. What? Um. Any other news? Uh, some small stuff I can go through. Run real through quick. it. Uh, first look at Star Girl for the DC Universe TV show. It looks better than the last two iterations, <laughs> by far, in my opinion. Did you think so? Mm-hmm. Other, than, I thought the base. Piece looked a little weird on her forehead, but other than that, her, I thought it, the face piece of the character honestly is no good. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird looking in the comments. Have you seen like, it? Mm-mm, I haven't. I thought Star it, Girl. Yeah, I thought it looked pretty good. Um, Angelina Jolie and I'm gonna butcher this name, Kumail Nanjiani are in talks to join Marvel's The Eternals movie. <laughs> That'd be cool. Uh, there were some posters for Wonder Woman. Birds of Prey and Aladdin that came out last week as well during CinemaCon and all that. I really liked that Wonder Woman one. Yeah. I really liked the neon. <laughs> yeah, it was dope. And then um, there's a lot of talk about Sekiro Shadows Die Twice not having a easy mode. Or an easy mode, sorry. An People, easier mode? <laughs> an easy mode. There's no difficulty mode. The game's tough. And I just did the tutorial. But I don't know. From is not going to change what they do. No. They're just going to do their thing, and you're just going to have to deal with it. But uh, that's the first look at Stargirl. Yeah. I thought it looked pretty cool. Looks fine. Um, But, yeah, that's all I got. I'm ready to open these boxes up. Oh, guys, is it time for the, for the mystery box? Hold on. We got another comment about Joker movie. Oh, Leroy Kelly. Joker movie looks good. I just thought he looked different than what I imagined the Joker in my liking. However, I mess with it. Look, I, I'm with you on that. I think that's going to be the biggest issue the Joker movie has is, you know, people's expectations. Yeah. Um, I think I think us had a similar issue, the expectations for, well, not maybe not on the level that Joker will, but uh, people expected it to be like get out and have a ton of, heavy-handed things or hidden things in the movie 
and this one didn't. And I think Joker's going to have a similar problem where people have, you know, their vision of the Joker, and they may not get. And they're going to get mad when they see a different version. And mm-hmm. the the beautiful thing about comics is that there's throughout history there there's just different iterations of things. There are different versions of characters. Also, later this year, Jeff Johns, Jason Fabok, three Jokers coming out. It's a comic book about the three different Jokers that are in existence. Nice. So, I mean, it that's exactly right. I, I mean, remember the f- first time I read or watched Dark Knight Returns, I was like, what the heck is this Joker? <laughs> that's He's the white suit one, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's weird. He, he acts so, like, he's still absolutely sadistic. He's probably the most violent one that's been done. Yeah. But his just the way he talks and acts is so much stranger and different Mm -hmm. it kind of throws you off and people will be at the beginning of joker they'll be like oh this is different and weird and not what i'm used to right and then if it's good they'll be fine with it done only if it's bad will people yeah care yep so it'll it'll be fun to kind of go through that and get to get to see the iteration they came up with i'm hoping this isn't causing too much I'm just trying to move my laptop off the styling online. Okay. So how do we want to do this? All right, just open so them we and take uh, one thing out at a time. We got some boxes. I think I only have one thing. At Planet Comic Con. <laughs> yeah, so we bought these boxes at Planet Comic Con, which we're going to talk about here shortly. Mine's not a youth con box. These are these are real uh, real life loot boxes. Yeah. So we which we despise for... in game, but in the real world, they're a little more fun, in my opinion. I've never bought one of these, and I always told myself I never would. Yeah. And then I got to Comic Con <laughs> with Brett, and Brett's like, <laughs> "We should buy some and do an unboxing on the show," and I was like. That's a really good idea. I want to buy one. Going to Comic Con with Brett is dangerous because Brett likes to buy all of the things. I left Brett, not kidding, <laughs> for two panels. Two panels. The next time I saw him, he had like seven bags of things. And I was like, <laughs> what just happened? Man, I Steph went home and I just bought a bunch of stuff. Like, all right. Good for you. He had a bunch of bags in, in a bigger bag. He wasn't carrying seven bags. That's probably the wrong image, but. You had a bunch of stuff. All the things. That accidentally happened. Mine has a... Oh, no. And then we got Luke his own special little box. Luke, you should open yours. Yeah, you should go first. You should go first. I need a knife or something. Use your teeth. No one wants to see that. I don't want to look in here yet until I start. Oh, there. I got the tape. Mine didn't have tape. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Luke, what'd you get? (laughs) He got a seatbelt belt. belt. <laughs> it's a death note seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> what the crap? So, just a heads up, we've loosely discussed this. I'm going to drop the bomb. We may give some of this stuff away. Yeah. We don't know what yet, because obviously we don't know what's we have in to, them. We have to fight over what each of us actually want. I mean, um, yeah. Ooh, Tyler, I see what's on top of yours. Is that a costume? I don't know. (laughs) Or is it a blanket? I think it's a blanket. It's a blanket. Ooh, Luke needs that. He was being he was cold. I'm cold. Oh, you've got an he's got an it's a an Avengers Age of Ultron blanket. Nice. Oh, with Thor's hammer on it. That's kinda dope. That crinkling is gonna sound real good in the (laughs) (laughs) Am I using the seatbelt right? Yeah. 
Ooh, what did I get? Age of Ultron Thor blanket. Oh my gosh, please trade me. I don't care what it is. Is I it like it. a bag? <laughs> it's Alex Ross yeah. artwork. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is, dude. I will gladly. See? Okay, Brett bought the DC one, and I was like, well, now I gotta get a different one. So Ooh. the only one I liked was the yeah, Marvel it's like one. Yeah, it's like a. Dude, that tote is bag. so awesome. Does it have straps? Um, yes. It's just in. Oh, it's just in the bag. If you feel like you a dirt bag. Dirt? It's because you're a dirt bag. <laughs> now say it with me. I am a dirt bag. Dude, that thing is awesome. Bag. Wait, why am I saying I'm a dirt bag? Because you're a dirt bag. Holy cow. That's dope. Now I'll be fashionable no matter where I go. No comment. I can fit my laptop. I'm going to set this behind me. Alex Ross is the best person in drawing Superman. I said it. And Shazam. That's really awesome. All right, what else we got? I like my Luke only had one thing. Tyler and I have more. You've got like a whole other box inside of your yeah, box. I got an Avengers hat. And nice. it's Age of Ultron themed. Why is it almost Oh no. Everything is Ultron themed for you, isn't it? Ooh. This thing is. Got like a. A flash mirror? A flash mirror? I feel like I'm wearing too many different things. I'm going to wear this hat for the rest of the show. Whose hat is cooler, Tyler's hat or my. Mine has the flash. I don't know if you can see. Oh, no, too far. There you go. You can kind of see it. There you go. If you turn it just like yeah, that. Just like that. That's kind of cool. I don't know where I'd use that, but. That's pretty Dude, neat. I love me some oh. socks, and I got Ooh. some socks. Doctor Strange socks, nice. baby. Nice. Oh, Brett's I only have like you and take them. I'll trade Brett these socks. Oh, I don't know if these will oh, fit. Oh, I've got me. a lanyard. Dude, you got some pretty dope stuff. They have capes on them. I'm totally wearing these to flag football next week. Unless my lanyard has all of the. It has the Justice League. Doctor Strange logos socks. on it. This isn't my favorite lanyard, but it's it's all right. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> it's stretchy. It's a little stretchy. <laughs> now it's his favorite oh, lanyard. New favorite lanyard. You have a box inside of a box. I know. I'm really curious. Why'd you get like a? A statue? Like a statue. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I definitely is. don't have a statue in here. I got a Hawkeye lanyard as well. Ooh. Hawkeye, Hawkeye's a pretty dope character. We gotta show this stuff I to got the a camera. little Aquaman plush. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Hawkeye fan. Party in the chat. I still have this Death Note belt, seat belt. <laughs> Ooh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Fantastic Four sticker. Super dope. This is awesome. Oh. And, uh... Little plushy Aquaman. I don't know anybody who likes the Fantastic Four more than Luke, so I'm going to give this to Luke. Yes. <laughs> so, there you go, my man. Pins. Oh, dude, that is like, that is like the jackpot. You, oh. bought me, you bought me a What If Fantastic Four comic book. I did. You should have brought that. I should have. I got... This is going to go on my paintball this bag. This is jackpot right That's here. Is that a sticker? No, it's... Yeah. I think so. I think it has a sticky back. That's crazy. It's like a 3D sticker. It's a no. It's a patch, like a like a iron-on patch. Oh, oh, a Punisher patch. Oh, these I are have a Robin be way one too of those. small for anyone to see, but they're like little oh hat pens and hat, stuff. Yeah. Hat, like these are they're they're well made too. Flash. You got the whole Justice League here, and that's it for me. Okay, so my box is empty. I got this box in my box. Let's, let's get this other box out of the way. So let's find out. This seems like the gold mine. Fine. Oh, Watch no, it be. Also, I'm stepping on things. This must be really fun to just listen to. This is really <laughs> weird, yeah. Oh, dude, it's. It's a mug! What? <laughs> 
It's an that is a massive mug. It's an Ant Man mug. Oh, that's fun. Definitely thing not is, as cool as a statue. I thought but... it was gonna be way cooler, but still, that's pretty awesome. Maybe we can get Paul Rudd to sign it sometime. I, I did watch Ant Man and the Wasp. Happy birthday, Paul Rudd! Way to turn fifty and look thirty-five. I can't believe. Yeah, I saw that. I cannot believe he's fifty. All right. So that was pretty neat. This is actually Marvel licensed. I forgot <laughs> the tag was on this. I have a Flash beanie that's Marvel licensed. There's a Marvel tag on the inside of it. I don't know how it happened, but it, it happened. Dude, chill. I'm sorry. Okay, you guys have to let us know if you like that and if we should do more. Should we do more unboxings? I don't know if these are magnets. I don't know if I want to put that next to my computer, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I have key. Oh, I don't have my keys on me. Dude, That's these are gonna nice. Fall shattered. Though, these are really nice. I'm really excited about these. I don't know where I'm wearing them, but... Have you ever seen my backpack? I have seen I, your backpack. I literally have pins all over it. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, that was all. That was fun. Um, should we do some fan box? We should talk a little bit more about Planet Comic Con. Oh. Uh, we I can... canceled the fan box. That's all right. I can reset it. It's fine. We can briefly move through this. Um, I just wanted to say thanks to everybody we met if you were yeah. watching i know we uh we if you're watching or listening if we met you at planet comic-con thanks thank you you're you, awesome you are awesome and we really enjoyed meeting you guys um Wait, one, one of you convinced the, me to spend money let's talk about the the bummer the one bummer we had yeah so the one bummer <laughs> so when luke and i did wizard world uh the first year of our existence we got the press passes and we got interviews lined up like right away. It was it was really quick, um, and it was really cool. Jerry Milani uh, kind of held our hand throughout the whole process, set us up with interviews, helped break the ice for us. It was really cool. Um, Planet is is a much bigger con than Wizard World, and it's not as well oiled. Wizard World is a traveling show, and it moves really quickly. Uh, Planet is privately owned, and so they gave us our press passes, which was really cool. Um, we got in. They gave us the badge. I didn't bring my badge with me. Oh, I got um, mine. I'll go get it. It's super cool looking, uh, DC themed. So you know, I was a huge fan of that. Oh, um, good. And so we got there, and about well, I guess about two days before they sent us an email saying uh, that we, that we didn't get any interviews <laughs> because the the show was just so busy, like. And like not just us. Yeah, th- like most media outlets didn't get the opportunity like to interview interviews people. just didn't happen. Yeah, they These didn't. Are awesome press pass. Yeah, they didn't let us interview any celebrities. They didn't let really anybody interview any celebrities unless you were a big outlet. Um, so you can't see you it. can't see it. No. that's all right. Um, but you know that was a huge bummer to us. But at the same time, we realized that our job was to cover the con. Yeah. Um, and to talk about it and. I, I really thought it was well done. The first year I ever went to it, it was a lot smaller. Uh, they only had like half the building open. This year, it was the full yeah the full building like full Bartle floor. Hall building. It was like three football fields long. It was it was huge. Um, really cool. They had esport event going, mm-hmm. um, which is totally I'll new. Go get some of the awesome things. <clears throat> it was it was a really good time. They had a lot of good artists there, even artists that aren't like super well known. Uh, we met some some cool guys. Peter Wynn, he's drawn, he drew 
helped draw Secret Six with Gail Simone. Uh, I thought that was super cool. We, you know, we exchanged some business cards with people. We met a lot of new friends and faces um, that we look forward to working with in the future. We bought those super cool loot boxes, um, but nothing was difficult. I thought all the panel schedules were really well done. Um, Brett, what was your favorite panel <laughs> that you went to? Uh, the Superman panel. Of the course. Smallville panel. Smallville panel was fantastic. Man, Tom Welling. Okay. Michael Rosenbaum made that panel um, because every hero needs a good villain, right? He played Lex Luthor on Smallville, um, for those of you who don't know. And that dude is an absolute riot. Like, he went down and stood by the question mic. And, and just, just like, like, <laughs> like just talk to everybody that came up to it. It was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. What I really, something that really stuck with me is one, Tom Welling really does not like being in the public eye, like not even a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Most of the panel, he just, he had the microphone down. Yeah, he didn't want to talk into the microphone. And it was either Rosenbaum or Dean uh, Kane. D- or, yeah, but like Rosenbaum and, and Greg Miller, who was the, the panel host, the panel host, like really pushed him to talk, which was appreciated really funny. I think, by everyone. He was also really struggling with diarrhea. Um, <laughs> and they talked about that openly. Yeah. Um, but no, something that really Sounds stuck fun. out to me about Tom Welling, uh, when the panel started to slip away and Dean Kane was starting to be ignored, Tom Welling did pick up the mic and got Dean Kane involved again. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like he's he must be a pretty cool guy. Yeah. Um, because at first I was like, man, this guy's kind of a jerk. Like he really does not <laughs> want to be here. Um, I always thought that John Barrowman was the most energetic panel I've ever seen. Michael Rosenbaum changed my opinion of that. That wow. dude is something else. Man. That's saying something. He sang. He ran he around the did. room. He was walking around the stage and he saw the the screens on the side and was like, "What?" And so he like runs <laughs> over there. He's like, "I'm on the screen. You guys see this?" Like it was so funny. He he was having a blast. He didn't bring the house down though. Oh John, yeah, John Barrowman brought the whole stage down one time. Oh my gosh! Like the whole stage collapsed. It was funny. <laughs> that he, was. Then he tried to convince awful. someone to sue, which was also <laughs> really funny. Um, but no, it was really cool. Uh, I thought it was really well done. The way we got our press passes was there was no line. Yeah, like it all ran smooth. <clears throat> I think it was just a bummer to not have those things scheduled. Yeah. So it was more of a walk through the convention hall you know talk to artists talk to cosplayers mm-hmm. you know we didn't do interviews on the spot we wanted to be respectful of their time right and the people that were there in attendance to yeah. see those groups um we did so but, talk to some people who we will probably talk to in the future well see so yeah, that, that, that was my next point was that hopefully the fruits of that will you'll you'll see that later on with some collaborations and yeah stuff like that so. so while we're super bummed that we didn't get to bring you any like unique interviews or any scoops or anything like that we will definitely you'll you'll see more later. Yeah, I guess that's a good way to put yeah. it. Um, my favorite panel was the Red Dead Redemption Two oh, yeah. gaming panel. You texted me. <laughs> I did text you. You're like, dude, the Red Dead panel made me cry. Yeah, so I <laughs> I real life cried in the Red Dead panel, which um, is awesome, by the way. I love <laughs> Red Dead Redemption. My mom is in the chat. She can tell you I played the crap out of the first one. Um, the second one I really love. I I was playing it yesterday. Like I still am playing that game and they asked first of all, Rob Weedoff who voices John Marston literally sounds no different in real life <laughs> than he does in the game. Super weird. They'd be like, "Say it in your in your John Marston voice." And he's like, "I am." Like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> like he just sounds the same. Also, um 
gosh, I can't think of his name right now. The guy who voices Dutch. No. Uh, Roger Clark, who oh, voices Roger Arthur Morgan. Arthur Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is in Ant Man and the Wasp. I texted the you. The guy who's Dutch. Yeah. Dutch um, Vanderlyn. <laughs> but no, the guy who voiced Arthur Morgan. Um, I don't think I've ever seen. I'll call him a celebrity. A celebrity more appreciative of the work he has done mm-hmm. in my life. That dude is so proud of what he's done, <laughs> and he is so happy to be a part of that universe. It is so cool to hear him talk about it. I've gone home and watched interviews of him since then just because I think it's so fascinating. But what made me cry, and I did not expect to cry in this panel, but the Red Dead game, I love it, and I love the message of the game. And um, he, They asked, like, what's your favorite line? And if you don't mind, will you say it in your character's voice? Well, the line that he said is just like, it's not something like if you hear it now, you're like, oh, that's super emotional. But like in the context of the situation they're in, when he says it, it kind of just like it hits you. You're like, yeah, that's that's very true. And he said it at the con and I like lost it. I, I don't know what happened. Like I couldn't control it. I was just sitting there. And then he started saying it in his voice and like tears started welling up in my eyes. I'm like, what is happening to me? And I like looked over at Dana because she was there with me. She wouldn't look at me, which I'm glad because I would have been embarrassed. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I started crying, and it—it's just—it was so weird and so surreal to see characters that you know I spent 80 plus hours with recently in person, and to like hear them talk, it just kind of blew my mind. Yeah. Um, I, I would do anything to sit in that panel again. Like it was so cool, and just to hear like the the process that went into it, like they mo-capped all their characters. Uh, they were working on it five years ago. Um, they asked if the guys played it. Rob Weedoff, this goes back to his voice. He still has not played the first one. Um, he said he tried, and his wife kept walking in the room and asking what he's yelling about. Because it sounds just like him. Like He sounds no different. It's super that is, weird. That's funny. And then uh, Roger Clark said he played it the day it came out and could not stop. He still plays it. And they asked if he played it honorably. And... He was like, of course. What would Arthur Morgan do? Oh. And it's it's really funny. Because, you know, like. Now we know. He, he was talking about when they were making the game. He's like, I came in and I was like, everything I did, I was like, what would John Marston do? Because of the first one. Because he was a fan of the uh, first one. Sure. So when he came in to, to do the part for Red Dead 2, he didn't know it was Red Dead 2. He was just a fan of Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. And he was like, once he found out what he was doing, he was like. He's like, oh, man, this is big. I hope I don't suck. <laughs> like, I hope people like me. And he said that he was really nervous about its release. I want to talk about another story, but I'm really scared that it would ruin some things for people who haven't played Red Dead, so I won't talk about it. Okay. But, no, that was my favorite panel. Other than that, it was just getting to hang out with everybody, hanging out with you guys. Yeah. Um, I just had a good time walking around, meeting with people, shaking hands. Coolest thing I think happened was we went to a panel that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> and we were just sitting in this room. It was a social media and creator panel. Brett and I got there, I don't know, 10, like 15, 10 minutes 15 minutes early. early. There's, I don't know, six or seven people in there. So we were just sitting in there and it was getting closer to the time it was going to start and there's nobody in there like on the panel. So finally I just stood up and was like, so is everybody in here a creator? <laughs> and everybody was like, yeah, you know, there's a little bit of... There was that awkward silence and Tyler just is a master of breaking <laughs> that awkward silence. 
Yeah, I just... and 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 I think we made maybe more connections in that room mm-hmm. than the rest of the you know. And these are all people who do things like have podcasts or Twitch stream or want to want to be cosplayers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're and they're working towards that craft. There's an illustrator, yeah. Arthur. Uh, yeah, I specifically remember you because right now your business card is my bookmark. <laughs> um, and it was just cool to kind of meet those people and hear you know where they're from and. They liked our cards. They liked our shirts. It was, it was just really cool um, to to meet people who were kind of in the same boat as us. Yeah. And they're still kind of learning their way. Um, and it was cool because once that happened, uh, once we kind of started talking to people, then everybody else in the room started connecting and talking. And I right. thought that was super cool. I was like, man, I feel like we actually accomplished something in we this did. room. We actually did. It was um, great. But it, it was really fun. I, I, I enjoyed it. I would do it again. Hopefully next year we get yeah, the chance. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it again next year, and we'll be a little even more aggressive about. <laughs> yeah, I I think we those interviews. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we definitely will have to do that. Um, hopefully we can hit some of these smaller cons too. Yeah, there's a couple in Wichita <laughs> this year that you know, fingers crossed, we can get in and. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple yeah. up the road from here too that we would like to yep. do. Um, so, we will definitely let you guys know. Real when quick, we know. I want to show you guys my favorite piece of art that I bought. I always go and I like to buy um, not just like a mystery box or like a, I have a, a some Poe Dameron's X-Wing or, you know, Kylo Ren's, I don't, it's not a TIE fighter. TIE silencer. Sure, silencer. Um, but I get some art too. So... I'll just show you my one fa- my favorite one, which is this one, this illustrator, this illustrated one of Veda. Super dope. Um, by Anthony Leon. So shout out to Anthony. I had a great time talking to him. That was the guy we saw on day one. Wasn't it was. It? Yeah. I went back. Yeah. On the second, at the end of the second day, it was he, like he he had a really cool um, Kylo and Ray one too. He did. It was a two piece, and they they like opposed each other. It was super dope. Yeah. It was probably pretty pricey though. It was kind of like his big display. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was. You got any more over there? Yeah, I do have more. If you want to see them, let's see them. I and also time. try and go around to different artists. So here's another Star Wars one. I like Star Wars. I like Star Wars. <laughs> so it's some stormtroopers go through this guy. Um, I don't remember his name. I wonder if they're hitting their targets. Uh, vale is his last name. He actually d- did some work. Ryan Vale. Ryan Vale. So Ryan Vale, he's a Kansas City content uh, artist, and he worked on some mobile games for Disney That's and awesome. Game of Thrones. Oh, cool. So like, like he did little character card illustrations, but then he done the bigger pieces too. Very nice. That's awesome. Um, I also bought art, but I didn't bring it with me tonight. Um, mostly because there's one of these guys in the chat over here. Uh, his name is Josh Taylor. I bought him two pieces of art for his birthday, and I don't want him to see him yet. Uh, so these <laughs> next two pieces are from Woodside Illustrations. Um, oh, this one's dope. I like this one. Again, Star Wars. Even though I don't like that movie. Last Jedi. That is a Luke dope. standing off against the... Uh, the kind of. <laughs> eight, well, they're gorilla ATATs, I think is what they're called. I don't know. <laughs> Super cool art piece, though. And then a Game of Thrones one. That's my... Uh, Big dragon. Danny on the dragon. Isn't that your laptop background? It is my laptop background, but it's obviously... Uh, a little different. The actual screenshot versus... Versus art. That's really cool. Is that why you bought that? Yeah. That's super I love cool. this. I love that shot. 
He also added some in the background. Yeah, I mean, he took he took some liberties, but I mean, absolutely. If you're doing art, why not? Why not? That's really cool, though. Yeah, I wish I had brought myself. I picked up uh, Miles Morales or Ultimate Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Volume Three. I picked up a What If comic for Luke. I know a couple weeks ago Luke mentioned What If comics. I came across a bin with them in there, and I was like, I got to get one for Luke, so I got him a Fantastic Four one. What if the Fantastic Four never got their powers? Yeah, so I'm curious to see what that's like after you read it. I hope it's one of the episodes they do on that anthology. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, I also picked up the thing I think I was most excited about, Daredevil Yellow mm-hmm. by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. Uh, it's weird seeing a Marvel book reference Batman comics on the back of it, but yeah. super dope. They um, wrote my favorite comic book, The Long Halloween, Batman mm-hmm. The Long Halloween. So And Dark he's, Victory? Yes. Yeah. Tyler sent me, a, told me that he got that, and I was just like, "Dude, I'm borrowing that immediately, <laughs> immediately when you're done." I got it for ten bucks. Oh, nice. That's awesome. So yeah. I got, I actually got at my at my con. <laughs> I got this red wristband. And oh, nice! It, it let me eat. That's Food awesome. is important. So so they know I was part of the group and I could eat. That's it. That's all I got. Nice. And you got a shirt. I already showed that though. Yeah, I got this shirt too. Oh, I got this shirt, too. We're all wearing our con shirts. Which? My con was a lot different. I like your shirt the best. I just don't do yellow well. I don't either, but I... Sorry, my back hurts. <laughs> uh, I don't either, but I like this shirt a lot. I actually... So, two years ago when we went, I was like, I'm going to buy that Shazam shirt. And it was like one just like this. Mm-hmm. And I didn't buy it because I was broke. <laughs> but this year I saw it again and I was like... I'm buying it today. I'm not broke this time. <laughs> and so I bought it. Nice. Yes, JT. That is sweet. Okay. Um, so, yeah. We we'll look forward to our next con. We'll keep you... Yeah, we'll keep you in the loop. In loop about that. We have some, like, B-roll stuff that... We you... do have some B-roll stuff that we'll hopefully get up on my YouTube mom, at some point. My mom did say she likes the seatbelt. It says Death Note on it, just so you know. Like, and it has cartoon characters on it. I can't, you can't tell from that far away, probably. You gonna ever wear it? <laughs> no, no. Okay, I'm gonna um, put it in my car so I can be safe. That's good. So we have one question. Awesome. I have a follow-up question. Okay. That's semi-related, um, but Game Lord Master, our boy Nick, um, said, "Hey, at what the fanboy? Curious to what you guys would say to this." And he retweeted a. IGN tweet that said, if you had to predict one character that will die for real in Avengers Endgame, who would it be? Let us know in the comments. So the poster has all of the current alive Avengers on it and or not Avengers, like Valkyrie and Wong Wong. and Pepper Potts are on there as well. Who's If we had to pick one, who is it? Who's your one character who, who, who dies? Cap. Yeah. I mean, it has to be, I feel like, at this point. I feel I, like he is, I feel like earned his, it. I feel like his only end is death. I feel like his only end is sacrifice. Well, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which leads to death. But, yeah. It's, um, yeah, he's if the I'm picking that makes sense. If I'm picking out of the others, um, I wouldn't be shocked if Rhodey died. Or Pepper, but I don't think Pepper's gonna die because I think Tony will die. I think Tony and Steve both die. Yeah, I'll 
I would agree. Steve's probably the easy the easy pick. I think Tony's a a safe pick, but I think because he has a relationship with Pepper, maybe and he has a kind of a role in Spider Man, like maybe they keep him around as like hey, cameo in the future. Um, I feel like Tony is the last person that would die. I feel like they faked it out with Infinity War. Sure, right. And so now if they do it, it would be like, well, okay. And I don't know. I just, I think he's, he's Robert Downey Jr. I should say that. Robert Downey Jr. is so loyal to the MCU. It's all he does. At this point. I can't think of any other movie he's in since The Judge. I was going to say The Judge. <laughs> um, the only other one he would be in is Sherlock Holmes 3. Which He's... got delayed, right? Yeah. <laughs> Recently. Um, so I think, after this. I think they just yeah. keep him around as a mentor. Yeah. Um, can can you turn that picture towards me? Oh, no. All of the things are falling. Oh, no. Not he. Um, if, if Tony lives, Rhodey dies. I think a Tony good chance for Rhodey, yeah. I, I was going to say Hawkeye would be my other pick. Yeah. As like Hawkeye's a, long dead. It's Ronin now. Slash Ronin. <laughs> um, I could see Bruce Banner dying. Yeah. But Hulk lives. I've said that. Mm. Um, he gets he just morphs into two, Professor Hulk, the rest of the time, if he's even in anything. Hulk's the person everybody really cares about. So Yeah. I'm, I, mean, I think that one's kind of a long shot though. Yeah, I, I like agree. a really long shot. Um, okay, so those are our Avengers in the game if one of these characters has to die. Um, with Game of Thrones... <laughs> I knew that's where this was going. <laughs> coming up, um, if you have to pick one character who dies in Game of Thrones... I know that's like... Maybe... maybe Who's All one character who survives Game of Thrones? Let's flip that on his head. Who's the one character that survives Game of Thrones? <laughs> the final season. Um... The dude who doesn't have balls, I guess. Varys? Yeah. Him. He's going to win. No, I don't know. Luke picks Varys. Nope, you said it. Too bad. Oh, darn. Well, <laughs> I was actually, I was going to say Arya. Yeah. I almost I almost feel like Arya's gone too dark, but. That's why I think she's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> it fits the show, I think. Also, one person I hope dies is Sansa. I can't stand her character. I think she sucks. Man, I've been re- and through my rewatch. I actually, I really like Sansa. I just think like her story is tragic, but gosh dang it, it's so boring. <laughs> I think Tyrion will make it. Tyrion's Ooh, the. Yeah. I think he's the most complicated character on the show. I just think he makes it because he's just he's so much smarter than everyone else. Yeah. And I, I wonder if his in a game in a in a show that's been all about the game like war and in the game like Tyrion's so far ahead of it yeah at least to where I watched I, like, I <laughs> that's how I kind of see Arya too yeah like she's just kind of evolved past everything and is just like I'm willing to do whatever it takes and I have done whatever it takes I've survived a lot and also just kind of based on like the first season I felt like she felt like a main character like between her and her dad. Everybody thought Sean Bean was the main character, and then he got (laughs) his head chopped off. All men must die. 
So I don't know. Like she she felt like more of a main character to me than definitely than John did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh, then yeah, and yeah. then all of a sudden like he's it's season four and he's the only one who's alive. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the dudes anyway, I guess. And Bran was off somewhere doing something. Nobody cared about him until season seven or whatever. He was in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will. I'll go with um, and I'll go with Jorah. Jorah Mormon. Oh yeah, he's um, cool. I like him. I think he's the one who, like, my prediction is that it's tragic because he's like he would definitely die for Daenerys, but I think that the the, the like bittersweet is that Danny not dies. necessarily that he that he wins, but he lives and she dies. Mm-hmm. Is that the old guy? Yeah. Oh. Well, o- older guy. The creepy old guy. He's not creepy. No. Is he the one who like is in love with Daenerys? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He almost gets turned to stone. Yeah, he's creepy. He's not creepy. He's sweet. Dude, she's like fourteen in the books. She's not getting with him. No, but he would get with her, given the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> his story's pretty tragic. Anyways. No, I do like his character though. His, yeah, he's in the got show. A good, he's got a good, good I'm just character. trying to play devil's advocate. I love it when you play devil's advocate. Gives me I, I like debating a little bit, unless it's well, Last Jedi. <laughs> Ballas, you guys just team up on me. I think the White Walkers should win. It will be interesting, and we will see. Um, Everybody any... dies, and then this random person, Christopher Columbus style, like, shows up <laughs> and he's shows just up like, and takes credit for. Yo, what the heck is all this crap? Oh, look at this really uncomfortable chair. Ah, the end. Wouldn't and then be... he's like, ah, I got what... cut by one of the thousand swords on this thing what if it's just like the iron bank wins like the oh. bankers just roll over and like, like hey, 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 look yeah. at all this money <laughs> and then they start swimming around scrooge mcduck style yeah is there any chance are the are the gray joys still alive Ooh, you you haven't seen the last couple seasons mm. the gray joys are in a very interesting place so they are alive maybe Okay. <laughs> All right. Yes, the Great Joys are still alive. Okay. Is, Somehow. Is, is Theon still alive? Somehow, yes. <laughs> Watch him win it. <laughs> Gosh, that would be awesome. Not really. He's goofy looking. You never met their uncle. Mm-mm. The Great Joys have a very interesting uh, uncle. Who is he? He wants to marry Cersei. Mm. I think his character sucks. Well, yeah, he... He has like he came zero, out of nowhere, yeah, has zero, zero character, character development, and is so important out of nowhere. It's just like, dude, get out of here. Who plays him? Some British dude. That's probably really famous over there. Mm. I'm gonna say if that's the case, that's why he's really important. Greyjoy. I can't spell. Greyjoy uncle. Oh, boo. I bet it's of nobody, and they just were like, "Oh, this character would be cool." <laughs> we're just gonna throw him in. We need a we need a villain character for the Greyjoy storyline. So do we think the person who sits on the throne at the end of the show is the same person who sits on the throne at the end of the books? Ooh, another excellent question. No. Yeah. Me too, because I think no. George R. R. Martin needs it to be different, so people will still read the book. I don't think the books are gonna finish because he's gonna die. <laughs> Is that well then? It's kind of morbid, but it is a little. It is. You can show me later. Yeah. Is that his name? 
That's that not right. No. no. That's the one who gets thrown off the bridge. It looks like Johnny Depp in 40 years. Different. different looks like the Joker from Gotham. Different uncle. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> let's, let's wrap this wrap thing up. Wrap it up. Put a bow on it. Merry Christmas. What are you looking at? Who is that guy? He looks like a discount Jai Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> With his handlebar mustache. Where are the boomerangs? Oi, you fight for you? He's Danish, not British. Oh. All right. Well, that is all for this week. Sorry right. we went off on a little Game of Thrones tangent there at the end. We're on a little Googs tangent there. It's all good. You it know? was good just to yeah. be back, I think, and yeah, it feels chat good. with you guys and hang out. And I'm really tired, and I'm ready for bed. We I need still to let can't see my eyeballs. Luke gets to sleep. Just fall asleep right here. It'd be great. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, tell yeah. tell them where they can find us. Yes, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at what the fanboy. You can find us personally at Brighton Tyler David Tyler underscore nineteen underscore Davis. Thank you, sir. At the boy Wanda. That's Yay. with underscores in there too. I don't. If you're look, looking at the video, just look at the video. If you're Watching, listening to the audio. Check the description. description. It's in the notes. There's links. You don't even have to search our names. You can just go straight to our profile. Yep. And again, all you people that we met at Planet Comic Con, you guys are the best. Shout out to you guys. You were awesome. We look forward to talking and chatting with you more. I haven't met you, but you seem cool. Until next time. See see you guys. I think that makes it better if you don't actually hide that much. If I just sit back here? Yeah.